Welcome, and thank you for coming to worship at Chandler United Methodist Church. Over the years, people will ask me, why am I United Methodist? I can dive into theology and how I love Wesley's understanding of grace and free will, why our communion table is open to everyone, and why the quadrilateral makes so much sense to me. That aside, we all know how you are raised takes a big role in who you are. As a result, a big part of why I am a United Methodist is that I was raised United Methodist. My mom was about 11 years old and wanted to go to church. My grandmother was a German Lutheran from Minnesota, and my grandfather, John Wesley, was a Methodist from Wisconsin. You can guess who he was named after. Neither of my grandparents, however, went to church. When it came time to pick a church, my mom thought she should start with one of the churches her parents claimed from their childhood. When my grandmother got off her Saturday night graveyard shift, she would drop my mom off at the Lutheran church. The next week, at my mother's request, my grandma dropped my mom off at the Methodist church. A Sunday school teacher at that Methodist church noticed my mom being dropped off for Sunday school. When my grandmother went to pick her up, the Sunday school teacher went out and greeted my grandma. She didn't come out in judgment of her actions or scold my grandmother for dropping off an 11-year-old alone at church. The Sunday school teacher came out with an offer of hospitality. She offered to pick my mom up and drop her off at home each week so my grandma could sleep in after working her graveyard shift. The Sunday school teacher, making it easier for everyone, allowed my mother to keep attending the Methodist Church. When my mom married my dad at First United Methodist Church in Seattle, the Syrian Orthodox man from India became United Methodist too. My mom raised two daughters in the United Methodist Church. Over the years, she was the vacation Bible school teacher, the Sunday school superintendent, lay leader, served on committees, and as you guessed it, became a Sunday school teacher too. Her leadership, her spiritual witness helped nurture my call. Getting back to that question though, why am I United Methodist? Because some Sunday school teacher I don't even know the name of cared about a little girl. A Sunday school teacher went out of her way above and beyond and lived out Christian hospitality. I imagined her saying, don't press me to leave you or turn my back from following you. Being the type A personality that I am, I wanted to start moving into my dorm room my freshman year right when they opened. Being a Sunday, we decided to check out the 8 a.m. worship service on the edge of campus before the 9 a.m. dorm check-in started. At 8 a.m., there was only one small service in the chapel. As my family walked in, we brought the age ratio down about 50 years. It was an okay worship service. At the time, it was a guinea pig format, meaning they had seminarians from next door at Perkins School of Theology try out their preaching on this small service. Some of the seminarians, some of the seminarians had great talent in preaching. Some, not so much. At the end of this service, a woman named Virginia 
came up to us and said, I hope to see you next week. I have something I would like to give you. Seriously? 8 a.m.? You want me to come back? I said, <laughs> that's so early. As I walked in the chapel the next week, I didn't know where to sit. I did not have my parents with me. Another woman named Verna looked at me and saw that look of uncertainty. She asked me if I was sitting with someone, and I said, no. She said, well, then you are sitting with me. For four years, Verna and Virginia sat next to me. Two women, one soon to be a widow and one divorced, but neither had children until me. My freshman year, when my mom died, these women were my rock. Baked goods and car rides to the supermarket, phone calls and cards. We were a family, not by blood, but by choice. I hope to see you next week and you are sitting with me were all the vows I needed to maintain my spiritual development through my college and eventually answer my call to the ministry. In two sentences, I went from visitor to family. Where you go, I will go, even if it's to church at 8 a.m. in college. Naomi had given Ruth and Orpah the Hased blessing, a blessing of loving kindness. In Greek, we might translate this Hebrew word to agape. They were free to go. She released them from any obligation to stay. A blessing that could mean Naomi's detriment. Without daughters-in-law, she was foregoing security. There wouldn't be anyone to take care of her in her old age. She felt bad for these young women. And the only thing that she could give them was their freedom. Orpah loved Naomi, but she took the blessing and returned to her people. She did nothing wrong. She chose the promise of a future life, reunited with her family. Ruth, on the other hand, decided to stay with Naomi. It was the path of uncertainty. It was the much harder path. It required loyalty and kindness. I describe it as the lifestyle of hospitality. It is not done on your time, but those who you serve. It is not a one-time encounter, but a lifetime dedication that changes one life at a time. Hospitality is not about talent. Mothering is not about blood. It is about exemplifying the body of Christ. Over a decade ago, I was faced with the biggest uncertainty of my life, the birth of my kid. The pain, the needs, the lack of sleep, the crying for no reason, and that was me, as well as my baby's own tears and our general unknowing of what to do as parents. I have served churches abroad and restarted ministries, but nothing made me feel more foolish and ill-equipped than seven pounds of infant. The people at the United Methodist Church where we worshiped were a light of hope in this time of disarray emails, advice, encouraging cards, and meals. 
A meal may not mean a big deal to you, but it means a big deal to a family in this state of being. It means not having to go to the store or risking your life playing with fire while sleep deprived. It means love, support, kindness, chesed, agape. My family has a huge affinity to that United Methodist Church because they nurtured us through this uncertain time. Women who had children taught us what to do with this infant, offered babysitting for free, offered us a kind word of encouragement when we were scared or defeated. Women who didn't have grandchildren or grandchildren nearby became grandparents to our child. Even now, a decade later, they attend birthday parties, send cards, offer sleepovers with grandparent rules, which are the opposite of parent rules. Family by choice, women, not by blood or birth, shaped and witnessed to me the hospitality of Christ. They did not come with stipulations. It came by them living out their hospitality. Because of them, my life is different, better. Your people will be my people, your God, my God. As Christ said, go and do likewise.